1: everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Herron, and this week I was joined by Eric Figger. If you don't remember Eric, he was on Rachel Lindsay's season of The Bachelorette. He was in third place right after um, Fantasy Suites, he went home. He then was on Bachelor Winter Games for a minute, and he was on Bachelor in Paradise season five a couple years ago. And he has written books with Chris Randone from Paradise. He has a great Instagram following. And it was he was very candid about his time on the show. Um, we spoke a little bit about Chris Harrison and where the franchise should go from here. But then we kind of went back and we, he spoke a lot about his relationship with the producers On and off camera of his season, which I thought was super interesting. And similar to Blake, who I spoke to a few weeks ago, Eric had a similar thing where he was very beloved when he was on his original season. And then Paradise sort of flipped the script a little bit. It wasn't quite Blake, Kaylin, and the text messages, which if you haven't listened to my interview with Blake, but Eric had that whole thing with Angela, and he was like dating Angela on season five for a while. And then he switched, Cassandra showed up, and he like had interest with her, and they framed it like he broke Angela's heart. And, you know, he owned. That and kind of spoke about how it's, it's very hard in that environment and how to figure out how to navigate it. So, I really think you're going to enjoy my chat with Eric. We played Bachelor Regrets. We talked about the upcoming seasons of The Bachelorette and so much more. So, without further ado, here's Eric. I'm back now with Eric, who you may remember from Rachel Lindsay's season of The Bachelorette, season five of Paradise, Bachelor Winter Games. Don't never forget that. Hello, Eric.
0: How are you? How's it going? I'm-
1: I'm good. I think I need to put you on the spot right now and do a quick ranking of most enjoyable to least enjoyable filming of Paradise, Winter Games and Bachelorette.
0: Most enjoy- enjoyable is definitely The Bachelorette. You know, the six countries fell in love. Um, it was amazing. And people don't know, I actually spent an extra, I think, 10 to 12 days in uh, in Spain while uh, I got sent home. So I actually was able to enjoy Spain a little bit. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say the least enjoyable was probably like winter games. Cause I went home first week. That was kind of a bummer, but I believe that was due to, because I haven't regressed or like came down off the high of the bachelorette and, you know, process my life. And so I was just changed, you know, December of that year. I'm back on TV trying to find love. So I wasn't ready for that, so. but in all, it were beautiful journeys. I had great times and great moments and learning lessons and blessings. And it was great.
1: Good. Well, we're going to get into some specific random stuff from your time on the show, but I also wanted, and your fitness and everything you're up to now, and catch everyone up. But I also wanted to ask you a little bit about this past season and what's going on in the Bachelor world. Did you watch Matt James' season?
0: I watched some, some episodes. I didn't, I didn't watch most of it, but I saw enough to kind of realize where things were going and it made sense. So I get it.
1: You get the gist. I mean, what was yes. your, from everything you did see at you know, this conversation that's been going on to The Bachelor for a while now that obviously came up a lot more about diversity and the show in general. What were your biggest takeaways? What's something that you want this to see the show do? Like the, big, the biggest key that they're missing here so we don't keep having the same conversations and this narrative needs to like move along, if that makes sense.
0: I, um, I think the first and the most important thing for any show of that, behalf, you know, predominantly, you know, by audience that trying to bring in diversity, I think, um, I think you got to hear people, right? Like, and it's not just minorities, it's all people. There's, 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 there's just people in general. And I think I had an interview with daily beast and I was, um, discussing that. I think, um, they should do like a survey, they should do a questionnaire they should get everybody's feedback from past season, that all all diversity and see what they think they should do. Because it's like this, right? If you come to me as uh, a trainee and you want to get in shape and I'm looking at you from my perspective, right? Without saying anything or noticing, I'm just going off what I know. I haven't asked you a question about how you feel, where you grew up, where you're from, what's your background, where you believe in, have you, like, I think in the interview process or the, uh, uh, when you got a, uh, what is the word? Casting? Yeah, the casting process, there should be, have you dealt with racism? Um, How do you feel about being whatever ethnic group you are? I think there should be more detailed, like questionnaires and and, and, uh, conversations when they bring in castmates, right? Um, Also, I think if you're going to have a diverse cast, the people in the behind the scenes should be diverse as well mm-hmm. because you want them to relate and understand. And, and here's the thing, like they can do what they want. It's their show; it's their platform. You know, I always tell people like we can get mad at ABC and the network and, you know, the people at the show, but it's a business at the end of the day. And if my business generates, revenue from a certain demographic that makes sense for my audience, then that's what it is. But if you're going to intervene and add different people into your network or your platform, you got to be aware and you got to be conscious of who you're dealing with. You got to know what you're up against and you're not going to, you're not, it's not going to be a perfect 10 every time, but at least if you're showing people that you're trying and you want to make change and you want to make progress and a diverse uh, stratosphere for the show, I think, People get it. People have compassion. People have understanding. And um, Granted, people are going to be upset. Things are not always going to go their way or whoever way. <laughs> it's life. But I think with, you know, having, you know, uh, JoJo and um, Taja as um, the host for next season, I think it's a great start. I think it is time to see some women faces and women empowerment. And, you know, you do what you can and not what you can't. But I think You just got to ask questions, um, the right questions. You got to get feedback from all diverse, I mean, from all people. You can't just shoot the ball in the basket and think, okay, I think this will work. You can't think, you got to know. And it's important to have that discussion and conversation.
1: Totally, Um, with chris harrison and everything i mean it's kind of been played out everyone's talked about it like nonstop. Yeah, but exactly. do you have any feeling either way of whether you think he should be back the show should just move on i mean it's kind of just like we're in this weird lull now i feel like yeah. and it's, um, it's gonna be weird to have it without him but i i get both sides of it i feel
0: like yeah i mean like i love chris harrison um chris harrison if you're listening if you're gonna <laughs> see this hear it's not seriously like i know him personally he's a great individual um he he calls me the miracle man. I call him the miracle man. It's miracle season. Here's the thing, right? What I try to tell people: we all fall short at times. We all make mistakes. No one's perfect. I think uh, in that moment he made a big mistake. This mistake, he messed up. You know, if I saw him today and I had the conversation, like you made a mistake, buddy. It's okay. You know, you, you know, just like if I, when I was in paradise and I made some mistakes, right? He, he's like, yeah, oh, you had a tough time, Eric, in paradise, right? It's like, yeah, I did. So <laughs> everyone, no one is exempt, right? Everyone has to pay, pay for their decision. There's consequences, right? It's a cause and effect of everything. And I believe Chris Harrison, they should be suspended and he should have some time off and he should kind of like rethink and maybe educate himself in some ways and do some work and, you know, build some time with thyself. But I don't think he should be canceled. Like, come on, we're not even being real. Like, so you're telling me no one can show up and be a person and make mistakes? Like, here's the thing. I tell people all the time, I say, look, we live in a world, we live in a a, a, a culture that everyone comes to work with a mask on. Right. And I'm not saying the N95s. <laughs> I'm talking about the professional mask. Okay, I'm gonna be an interviewer today. I'm gonna be a trainer. I'm gonna be a TV star. we 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 all play the role we're acting. We're playing the role to fit the role to present our profession. And it's okay, it's understandable. But we all know, let's be clear, <laughs> outside of the TV and the the, the podcast and behind closed doors. People are talking shit, people say things they know they shouldn't say. So let's be human for once and think about yeah, no one's perfect, we're all as guilty as what we see in everyday society. And some people are more, you know, worse than others, but unconditional love is important in these times. I think he should have suspension. Um, I think he should learn from it, and I think he should have a, I believe there should be an open conversation with Chris Harrison and Rachel Lindsay. And I think what happened is for people from African-American culture, I think on my behalf, from my perspective, it's like, we want people to feel what we feel, but they can never feel what we feel because they're not in our skin. They're not in our body. So we can't project and reflect what we're thinking and feeling from our experience on someone who's not us to say, you should do this. You're held accountable. Now we can help hold them accountable for something they did wrong or something they should be aware of. Let's grant it. But sometimes just because we think, and this is anybody, this is women, men, this is Hispanic, Asian, whatever. Just because we think a person should know about that the way we do doesn't mean that they, they do. So yeah. we got to start adding context to what we're saying and what we're believing. We got to start educating people in the moment. Instead of just fighting them, and I uh, was listening to a podcast this morning. I was working out, and uh, I think the words was just because someone disagrees with you, does it mean they dislike you? Fool for thought. Yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. But we we can't project what we believe and what we think, and tell that person you're wrong because you don't believe what I believe or you're not as aware. You should be educated. You're in this position, and and here's another thing. What I do know, i just put something up with DMX on my story. We have to trust people for who they really are. If a person is just a bad person, that's just who they are. If they are a person who continuously lie, you have to accept people for who they really are. I think in America, it bothers us that when people don't like us, don't people don't fit the narrative, the benefit our world, it makes us uncomfortable. I'd rather someone be truly who they are than them fake it to be something else they're not and then I find out later they always was that person Yeah, so I just think we just got to be authentic about how we feel and why are we so bothered by someone's real opinion about something why does it matter so much like why does that bother me and so the work has to be there's a quote that says don't question don't worry about why she or he bothers you uh, 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 question they said, don't worry about what she or he did question why does it bother you Cause it's not about them, it's about you. You're triggered, right. you're you're offended for what reason? And I think we gotta dig deep and kind of like look at ourselves in the mirror and say, look, okay, I was triggered, there's emotional wound here that something happened when I was young or something I was taught in school or raised by and I don't like that. Cool, how about express that in the moment of uh, altercation, right, and explain, say, hey, look, you're, you're hurting me right now, this is very uncomfortable for me and and then maybe that'll help the discussion. But I think the discussion needs to be public. I think Chris Harrison is a decent human being. I think if he's open and he's willing, and Rachel and whoever else wants to get involved, I think they should have a discussion and talk about uh, 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 what was done and what had what was, what was the past. And like, I'm all about solutions. I'm not into recreating narratives because six months, a year from now, somebody else is gonna say something. What are we going to do, counsel them too? Right. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's a cycle it's a cycle yeah it's a cycle I don't, I don't like cycles I like to create a new cycle a new wheel so yeah
1: I totally agree I find it bizarre that he had not that I don't know what's going on honestly behind the scenes but that he's been so quiet and that yeah. it almost would have made sense to have him a part of that finale in some way I think Emmanuel Acho right. was great and he was the perfect person to lead the Rachel Matt conversation but I think maybe yeah. we should have seen Chris Harrison and Emmanuel Acho have a conversation
0: too oh, like it doesn't make is. sense really? it. Like, oh I, my god that's why the, did they call the, me? That's that's the aha moment, us weekly. There it is. Bing yeah. bang boom baby boom boom. That's the conversation <laughs> right there. He should have been on a finale with uh what's his name again?
1: Emmanuel Acho.
0: Emmanuel. Like that should have been that should be the discussion. Because it just would have
1: helped everyone move forward. I we feel can't, like
0: versus the, versus. here's the thing. You know why it'd have been great for Chris Harrison? Chris Chris Harrison over his history of doing a bachelor, he is able and has been a part of everyone's Happiness, joy, uh, turmoil, disaster, trials and tribulation. He has witnessed it. He has talked to people, he's seen people emotional, he's seen people cry. We need to see the vulnerable Chris Harrison. I we need to know what Chris Harrison's childhood was like. We need to know what Chris Harrison went through in his life. We need to know what who is Chris Harrison that we don't know. I think that is more um beneficial to the world than bashing him and counseling him and saying, you're this, you're that, nothing he can say is right. Or, you know, it's like, come on, man, Not but I think if that was, I think that still can happen. I think that would be yeah. great thank you there are thank you. Like, I know. <laughs> I think you should hit them up like hey look hey right, so by the way i got a great idea i got a great idea you can <laughs> do it mine, us, mine. on <laughs> us <laughs> youtube channel
1: we'll, we'll all work yeah, together yeah. um there are these reports that there are people i mean i know one's. i think a few people have said this that they maybe are apprehensive to go on paradise or spin-off shows because yeah, the show yeah. is now kind of associated with racism and the scandal and stuff part of me doesn't necessarily believe that because i feel like you know bachelor nation they want their chance to be on the yeah. beach but i don't know do you think there's any
0: truth to that um, there's truth only to the people who believe that, you know what I'm saying? To the people who are conv- who, who, who are influenced and, uh, and, and motivated by that. I think as people, we got to stop allowing, you know, narratives and trends to dictate our lives and what we believe, because at the end of the day, I tell all my castmates and people from past shows, I say, look, you know, cause some, look, most of people don't know about being a public figure, being on a big show like that. It's great. We go through a lot of stuff on that television, behind the scenes, on scenes. And it's emotional, it's a roller coaster, And post-show, you deal with a lot of mental stuff, a lot of stuff you can't prepare for. But I always tell people, I say, I tell them to look, you're complaining about Reddit, you're complaining about news articles, you're complaining about the hate. And I was like, by all means, great. I said, look at your life, look at the life you live. Many people don't get a chance to be on TV. And so you have a chance to be on TV and you're passionate because it didn't go your way. But if it would have went your way, you wouldn't even feel your way. So you, you know, that's why I said, I always judge people when adversity and bad things happen because that's what they really are. Everyone can be great when it's great. Mm-hmm. So I think the opportunity to go on TV, no matter what's going on, now granted everything is timing because when I got off my season of the Bachelorette 2017, I had opportunity to go to paradise because of my positioning I felt I shouldn't go, and thank God for that because that was when a scandal came out, and that was a really bad time to go. Mm-hmm. Things kind of got off, got off track. But you gotta follow your gut, you gotta follow your heart, and I think some people will uh, boycott or neglect going. Or oh, at the end of the day, life goes on, man. Like we can't live in the past. You can't, you know. We just gotta. That network, that show has put a lot of people in powerful positions. Till this day, even including myself, I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for ABC and the Bachelorette and Rachel Mm -hmm. and all the people that put that show together. So who am I to say you guys are bad for like? Hey man, it's TV at the end of the day; it's a business. So I just think I'm more of a person of gratitude, and I try to look at I find solutions to problems, and it's big picture. What's the big picture? The big picture is a year from now, two years from now, no one's going to remember that. Now the people who were involved will, but. It's gonna this will this will soon pass and we'll be talking about oh my god, did you see someone so angry? it looks so cute?
1: Oh
0: you know what I'm The Bachelor World never ends, it's not going yeah, anywhere. So. It's entertainment, man. Like let's be clear. We want someone to get all lovey dovey and oh my god, did you see him? Look what he did, you know. It's entertainment at the end of the day, so can't take it too serious, you
1: know? No, totally. And I think there's also this balance because, you know, people come out and they blame the producers or the edit. And I think there's obviously it's a television show. There's some truth to that. But I'm always from the state of mind of whatever you said or however you present yourself, yeah, they can man- manipulate it and twist it. But they're they're not creating, in my opinion, entirely different things of who you are. That, that's a side of you. It might not be the side yeah. you want everyone to know. But there's some truth to that. I mean, is that Absolutely. fair to say?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. It's like, you know, because... It's like putting a bunch of people on an ant farm and shaking an ant farm up and you see how they react, right? And you shake them up. Um, You can't prepare for that show. There's nothing to, people think they can go and prepare how to be, like, trust me, you can't. Like, it's not one of those things, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. Like, at the end of the day, if you win on the front end, you're going to get burned on the back end. Right? And if you, 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 uh, you lose on the front end, you're going to win on the back end, or it, it just be a neutral journey. You might not go as far of get involved because you're not open as much, you know, you gotta be willing to fall in love. You gotta be willing to fail. You gotta be willing to, you know, sacrifice. Like we've gone for, I was gone for 10 weeks. I had no phone. I had no outside connections to anyone. That's a sacrifice. You know, when I got home, I felt so weird. So I think it is, you know, it is a show at the end of the day. I tell people, so people, it's produced for sure. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not, it's not scripted. It's not like, oh, say this and do that. Like, no. So most yeah. of it, you know, it's, it's you. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's your real self, your pretending self, the, the self you're trying to be on camera. And then your shadow self comes to surface. The shadow self is the self you neglect or you hide or you suppress because you don't want people to know but it comes to surface because you're triggered. Right. So it's a great therapy. It's great therapy. I mean, it healed me in so many ways and evolved me in so many ways. So it is a tough cookie, but it, it, it will, it will groom you for sure.
1: Are you done? Or if they called you up and they said Mexico summer games bachelor, uh, would you, would well, you entertain it or would you hang up?
0: <laughs> uh, You know, I haven't gotten any calls, you know, um, I would love to be like, I mean, I just, I just saw they announced uh, shouts out to Kevin. He's a oh, new yeah. bartender in uh paradise. I would love to do a job like that, but um, I think
1: it's Par- paradise, Canada.
0: Oh, they're not doing paradise America.
1: They are, but I think Kevin's going to be on oh, paradise, Canada. Cause they're him and after living Canada, I think, but that just came uh, out this morning. Okay.
0: So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Got that. It. Maybe be right. Cause I didn't see that. I just thought it was, so maybe Wells is still in his position. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think I'm so past that phase of like just being in that type of environment It's so much you have to deal with. And look, it's tough, man. It's, if if it's no one there you're really into or you really like, it's like you got to settle for what's there if you want to stay and yeah. get to know someone. And that's not, that's not a bad thing, but it's tough. So, yeah. and there's no one on any season that I'm like, Oh yeah, if they go. I'll go. I'm like, you know, a lot of the, I think, a lot of the women were younger from the past few seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. I just never really, like, oh, I got to get back in paradise. Um, but there are some people I think should go to paradise. Like who? Um, I think grocery store Joe should go. I think Matt Munson for my season. I think Chris Randone should go.
1: Chris Brown, two.
0: Yeah, I feel like Demario should get another shot. I mean... Uh, Iggy, if he's not in a situation, I mean, these are guys for my season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think you know, Blake should get back out there too. I mean, you know, all those guys, he was a good guy. So, uh, maybe Robbie, how's about Robbie? I haven't seen Robbie in a while. <laughs> oh,
1: Robbie, Robbie has he went to Siesta Key for a minute. I mean, he yeah. we got to get him
0: back on TV, but um, um yeah, so we'll see. I let the universe decide but no i haven't had the urge i haven't felt anything and i haven't gotten an email from from at least from that world you know
1: got it but not ruling it out okay i like that i have to ask you this because you were on a season that actually had a success obviously rachel and brian happily married adorable couple how yeah. early did you know rachel was going to pick brian
0: man we knew first first day actually first day, first week, we just knew, like, so here's the thing. Brian was the oldest. I think he was like 37 at the time. So that was one key factor Two, you know, he got the first impression roles. And then as the show went on, we always knew him and Peter was top two. We just knew it. Like all the guys in the house just know, we knew at least, we knew at least Brian was going to be top two, no matter what. Like, it just was like, I don't know, just something about him and when he got with her, it just was like, man, this was, you know, it was like a layup for them. Like, yeah, it was easy. Um, we knew Peter was going to be top five. Um, and then we knew those two guys were like, they front runners for sure. At least you know,
1: you were going to be top three.
0: (laughs) I don't think I knew I was going to be top anything. Honestly, I was kind of confused coming in. I was uncomfortable. Um, I was trying to figure everything out. And then, you know, week three I kind of loosened up and started realizing what the show was really about and how I had to play my role. Um, and get to where I need to get to for my benefit uh, throughout the show. Um, Cause it's tough, you know? But we just knew those two guys we were gonna be in around They would have been, I didn't think, most people didn't think I was gonna make it that far. I remember Louie, shout out to Louie, one of the, uh, I think he's EP down over there. Um, we, were in, we were in Spain, we are in an alley, like one, two in the morning. And I'm like, Louie, what the hell is going on, brother? He was like, man, you did it. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, how is this even real? Like, I just chill in the morning. I'm about to have a, this was the uh, night of uh, fantasy sweets. When you get the card and mm. he's like, he said, listen, he said, a lot of us didn't believe you would make it this far, but you did it, my man. Like, all oh, congrats to you. I was just like, this is so surreal. What is this? Is this a dream? Like, it didn't feel real to me. Cause I'm like, huh? You know? Yeah. so." I think what happened was I figured out how I needed to be. And I think because I was so anxious and so in fear, I was trying to move fast. Like, I think the first question I asked Rachel was, um, what's your biggest fear? Or, uh, uh are you afraid of love? It was something like that. It was just like, one of those questions is like, oh bro, slow down, just met the girl. Like, that's just the first thing you asked on a date, you know? <laughs> that's the show like, though. As time went on, you know, cause, my uh, shouts out to Eddie Young, one of the uh, producers, uh, producers on the show. We will be on a date. You know, he's in a background, and he's like, like too much, bro. Say that for nighttime. Like, we we on a we on a day date, and I'm talking about deep stuff during the day. Like, you no, know, take up, talk about the environment. <laughs> talk about it's too much. Say that this is good content for the dinner portion. So I had to kind of learn like. You know, I was going deep too fast But it worked out in the end So I'm happy I,
1: I spoke to someone recently And they kind of described their relationship with the producers As like a coach And that's kind of similar yeah. to what you said So it, yeah, if, it is a coach. It's it's a coaching thing And in a way where you trust them But in the back of your mind Are you like How should I trust you? Like is that a mind game too?
0: <laughs> it is man. But I mean for me I can kind of see what someone's like BSing me Like come on bro, stop And But here's the thing sometimes you can you can get in some hot water and so i had a situation where i was trusting the coach but the coach wasn't trusting the player i'm like bro look i'm in the playing field like i'm telling you play by play what's really going on they're like no no just trust i said listen watch what happened i i, I followed them and then the show came out and i know it
1: is this her paradise love triangle moment
0: yeah and i was like look I know it. I was like, listen. I know people. I said it wasn't about me making a decision, right? It's about how I made a decision. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was it, it was about how it wasn't the, that I idea. I could change my mind, but it was, you know, I should have had the conversation first. You know? Yeah. I didn't do that. And that I backfired. So it still would have been a mess, but it's also was strategic on my part because you know, it's easy to say you're into someone and you like someone well, let me go left real quick and see if you're really right for me. Let me see how bad you say you are into me. Let me go do something and see where your heart is. Cause that's going to really tell me if you really into me, like you say you are. And you know, it made sense. And so when I made a decision, it was tough, but I had to follow my heart in the moment because I wasn't feeling what the person was saying. That's what people don't know. Yeah. That's why I made the decision. And so when I made it and the person was upset, of course, and i forgive them. And I apologize. It all that on camera. They just didn't show it. Um, When the show was over, that person was in a situation, right? So it was just like, clearly it was what it was, but it was all love.
1: What advice do you give to the people who are going to be filming Paradise this summer? How do you navigate that? Because I feel like on that show, more than the the bachelor bachelorette because there's one lead it's, it's a little different and then on paradise you know it's kind of an open playing field you can go on as many dates you can you're dating more than one person everyone's talked beforehand there's all this drama there's yeah. past relationships like how much do you lean into that and worry about what's going to show versus actually genuinely just like trying to have fun or like find a connection because you get crucified if you go on dates with too many people but they also you get sent home if you don't so i feel like you can't
0: really wait i just think i just think going in people gotta understand anything can happen right that's first and foremost Any. Anything can happen, good or bad. So you got to have that in your mind. Um, also, you have to just be yourself and however that is. And know that don't go in trying to be too cool. Don't go in being uptight. Be open. Learn from the experience. Let the experience teach you instead of you trying to teach it. Like, let it teach you something and have fun like enjoy it like it's a it's a long journey like it's a lot that goes on that the process is a lot you know so many things you got to do between you get there then when you get there it's a lot so you just got to be ready for the party when when, when, them cameras come on baby (laughs) lights camera action it's time to hey baby it's it's action so i just think you got to be open you got to be mindful of your surroundings um be yourself be authentic um and just know anything can happen so you're not in control of that. It's just like the universe. Anything can happen today. We, matter of fact, this morning I woke up really early. I was up at like 3:50, 350, 3:54 to be exact. And I couldn't go to sleep. I tried, you know, then around like 4:00, 4:30, 4:40. Earthquake! Literally had an earthquake here. My world was shaking up. But it was like, I can't control that. What was the odds of me waking up middle of the night and earthquake is happening? Yeah. But hey, so that's like paradise. You don't, you know, you don't know what you're gonna get until you show up. So. Have fun. Enjoy it. A lot of people don't get to go on TV. Don't take it for granted. Be grateful for the opportunity and uh, do your best. And uh, oh, I also, can't wait. I'm
1: ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, okay. So tell me what you've been up to now. What is miracle season? Tell me everything.
0: Uh, yeah. So it's miracle season was established uh, March 13th, 2017 when I went on after final roles to meet Rachel Lindsay. I was in my trailer in Burbank and Louie was my, my producer at the time. And I kept saying, it's miracle season. And it was, it came to me. It was like something that came to me, uh, you know, God given source, higher self, whatever you want to call it, it was coming to me, right? <laughs> and he was like, listen, I think you should say that when you get on stage. And so when I got on stage, you've never, you ever have something you wanted to say to someone and then you never say it and you know what that feels like. Yeah, you, sure ever have something to say to this one and you say everything that's what that moment. So when I said that on stage was meant to be, will be, I said it's a miracle season. Rachel was meant to be, will be I'm looking forward. It's, it. was like I hit a game winning shot. Boom. And so when that happened the crowd went crazy, I was like, Yo, this feels great. That's how I knew it was something special about that season for me and the miracle for me, cause I didn't know what I was saying. It just was coming to me, uh, a foreshadow. So the foreshadow was, the miracle was me falling in love for the first time. But to get that miracle, I had to go through a metamorphosis. I had to go through a, progress, a process of evolving and uh, shedding off layers and growing and becoming a man on TV, you know? And that that was my miracle season. I won that season in my eyes for me, because I fell in love, I allowed myself to be vulnerable, I opened up. And my life changed afterwards. So me not being with her, wasn't bad. I actually won from falling in love and being open and grown as a man and just, you know, so that was the miracle, but it was tough to get that. So it's miracle season is a miracle that anyone can have. You can get a raise in your, your job. Um, you can get a attract the best relationship. You can make more money, whatever it is that you want to gravitate to or, uh, accomplish, it's going to take a process to do that. And it's not going to be easy. But once you get that thing, that's the miracle. The miracle is the tough part the process it. Once you get it, you're like, man, this was a miracle. It's miracle season. So yeah, that, that's that's that been a brand, you know, that's been a hashtag and tag. So I mean, it's a miracle season. But on top of that, um, I released two books um, this past year. Uh, I mean, last year uh, with Chris Rendon, we got a book, um, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Energy, Change Your Life, Trend- it's a workbook. Um, we give you exercise and daily routines to do for thirty days, um, twenty-eight days to reclaim your powers. Twenty-eight days, you know, for four weeks, and it tra- helps people transform from an internal uh, perspective and basis. And then I just released a book not too long ago in February, "A uh, Hundred Days of Wisdom." It's a uh, hundred days of quotes, my quotes, personalized quotes that uh put together and i have a facebook group shout out shots out to my facebook group they miss me i haven't seen them in two days we're on like day 63 because i'm I'm breaking down each quote um in a group and just giving people motivation and giving people quotes to live a more inspired life so you can get both books on amazon Uh, 100 days of wisdom is an ebook transformation um is a physical version. And, um uh, yeah. And just working on projects, constantly reading books and just evolving as a person. I want to bring more value to my audience. I want to bring more value to, to my platform and to the people I connect with and people who reach out. And I got my IG live series, uh, bigger talks. So I have like, like the last quarter or the beginning of the year, I was doing, um, once a one a week. So like, it's like a podcast, but interview. So, I I, I want to do thirty, so I'm at like twelve right now. So I think I'm gonna push out the next two five or six weeks and probably try to do two a week to get to that number. And so just putting out more content to help people think um, in different ways and give a perspective. I think you know I have a lot of information. I gotta give it to the people. I can't absolutely. It, you know, but it be yeah, that's it. it to yourself. Yeah, so that's really it. And I'm uh, looking forward to being on TV soon. You know, like I think that's another thing. Like. Really looking forward to being on TV, and um, we'll see how that plays out this year. But I think my chances are high of being on TV. Where and, are we going on TV? I don't know. You know how you just had that feeling? Like, I don't know. I just feel like I need to get back on TV, right? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you ever had feelings where you, like, I was telling my man, I was like, I think I need to get back on TV. Like, it's time. Like, I've been off TV for a long time. It's been since, what? I did a commercial in 2019, but, real like, reality or something like the bachelor it's 2018. So it's been a minute. So I think it's just time to get back on TV. And, uh, what
1: would be your like ideal, if it's another show or like a hosting thing, like what would be your
0: ideal situation? I would love to have my own talk show. Honestly, I would even like to have my own talk show where people come on I interview them and ask challenging, fun questions, or I would love my own reality show, my day to day of me living life. Um, People get to see how inspiring and motivating and how I stay positive. and And people often to see all the, the negative stuff that I deal with that people don't see so they can get a more inside on like what it's like to be me. Because I think people are like, how are you so positive? Like, Whoa, You know, it's like, I do a lot of things before I wake up, before I get to my platform, or I go outside. There's a lot of things I'm doing internally. They say what you practice in private, you will be rewarded for in public. So I like that one. Yeah. So I do a lot of work behind, you know, scenes working on myself to be a better person and, um, it shows up in my life. Um, like with these interviews with opportunities with meeting new people and attracting like things on those frequencies. So yeah.
1: Love it. Um, are you dating anyone right now?
0: I'm not, left turn question. (laughs) I dated. I, I was dating someone over the summer. I was in a, um, a decent situation this past summer. It was like six months. It was fun. I learned a lot. It didn't work out, Um, but it wasn't bad. It just was, I think it was one of those uh, moments of clarity of just learning, right? I think sometimes you got to put yourself in positions to learn. Um, And I learned a lot about women as as well. Like, this was different. This was a different one. Like, oh, okay, I'm learning over here. um, (laughs) You know, it it was good. And, you know, I'm at a point in my career where my career is like priority and my purpose is my focus. And if someone doesn't align with that, it's hard for me to kind of give to another person when I'm focused on my purpose. You know? So if it happens, it happens. I'm not saying no to a situation, but I'm not focused on that. I'm like, I gotta have someone. I wanna be with someone. Like, got it. You go.
1: All right. My last question before Bachelor Regrets, because we are talking about, you know, your books and your platform and how it, you know, it's a huge, it's a, the show gives you this platform and you kind of do with what you want to or navigate it. And obviously you found this like motivational and quotes and everything, fitness how hard is it to navigate that post show when you're getting these like random brands throwing opportunities at you because i'm kind of obsessed with seeing where people go and like what their direction is and who's gonna post every sponsored content who's gonna get the book deal who's yeah. gonna try to go on the mtv like how do you navigate that
0: well it's it's you navigate it based on where you are in your life at the moment like like i said when i was i had the opportunity to first go on paradise post my first show there was a no but i went the next season you see what I'm saying? Um, I think for me, I've always worked for myself most of my life. Um, I had a few jobs here in LA, but I, I had always been in my own world. So to go on a show and to see like what that show could do for me <clears throat> in the back of my mind, I already had my mind made up that my intentions was no matter what happens. Um, I'm going to do my best with what I'm given, right? So I'm going to take advantage of whatever is given to me. However, like, you can't go on the show and say, oh, this show is, this show will be this and I'll do that. Like, that was never my intentions because you got to last, first of all. True. <laughs> I didn't think I would go 10 weeks, fall in love, go to six countries, right? Yeah. But prior to the show, I've always was doing um, self-development. I was working on myself. So it was bound to happen. I just think, I saw the big picture, like, and the, and the thing is, shout out to Bennett. I miss that guy. Um, Bennett is an EP of the show. We're literally in Spain. We're in Spain in a hotel room landing in the bed. He was on one bed out a little bit. He said, listen, you know your life is going to forever change, right? I'm like, what you mean? He's like, just know your life will never be the same once you leave here. But I didn't understand what he was saying. Like, I'm like, and he would give me advice. Like, listen, anytime you're on TV, you need to be out every night. And I literally went out every night and on top of that, I had a great manager who was a friend before he became my manager. We were friends for like eight years. And he, he had the idea of a photo shoot. He had the, uh, shouts out to Michael Collins. I love you, brother. He had the idea of the photo shoot to get the publicist. And that kind of just took my stock up because I did, I was doing things that other people wasn't even on. So it put me so far ahead. So if you Google me or did, you know, research stuff would come up, cause I was doing interviews. So you navigate it based on what you want out of life. You know, I was a hustling uh, Uber driver, fitness trainer, worked at the nightclub, was selling wardrobe. I was doing whatever it took to, to make money. And so here I gonna have a great opportunity, and it turned out great. I had to take advantage of it. So it was more of I'm gonna make something of this. I don't know how, but I'm gonna do great.
1: I love that. All right. Well, now we're going to play bachelor regrets and talk about things you may or may not regret. Some of these are generic. I ask everyone some are going to be specific to you because I did go back and watch a few clips, you know, from, from your time, just to keep it, make it personal. So the first one, do you regret not wearing more comfortable shoes to rose ceremonies?
0: No, nah, I mean, they, they didn't, they were fine. No, I don't regret it. I think women probably regret it more than we would as men. No, no.
1: Fair. Do you regret not eating the food on one-on-one dates?
0: No, cause we actually ate right before <laughs> they would tell us to eat your food. You, you know, cause you can't eat on camera. So we had dinner before dinner. Interesting, right? <laughs> yes. That is interesting.
1: Do you regret any packing choices when it came to paradise?
0: No, I don't regret. I, I, I you know, I'm an overpacker. I think I overpacked and then I left some things behind, but whatever. Yeah, any so. fashion
1: regrets on any of these shows?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. The first show, I didn't have, I didn't have no fashion sense that was two buttons button on a suit like i just was all over the place i had like two P's. i had i was looking like i was going to prep school i had like a blue blazer with khaki slacks and a baby blue shirt with a colorful tie i was just i had no fashion sense but it's all good that was the rookie i was a rookie <laughs> do you
1: do you regret any hot tub time on the bachelorette
0: no hey listen my hot tub time was oh my hot tub time was great you know what I'm saying? It, it kind of sparked something in me. I was like, okay, I'm good. You know? <laughs> that actually was a, that probably was the dopest date, honestly. Like, Copenhagen? Yo, it's love.
1: Do you regret appearing on the Bachelor Winter Games?
0: No. Because I, I discovered, like, emotionally I just wasn't there. Like, and I needed to, that experience at least see, to check in. And I, no. It was just like, I you know, wasn't meant to be there. Do you regret any sponsored Instagram posts? I think you learn from them all. Um, I think... You know, what's funny, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll say this. Instagram is a marketplace for ads and advertisement and sponsors, right? So here's the thing. Like, I've done things like McDonald's, I've done AT&T, Gatorade, Dorito. I've done a lot, right? So the interesting thing, you know, I'm fit, I'm a trainer, right? You don't eat this, right? So the, the, the interesting thing is that if I would have booked a commercial from, like, a fast food restaurant, everyone would be praising me. Oh my God, congrats, bro. You got that national, man. You killing it. You get an Instagram. Oh man, go ahead, man. You get all this. So it's like, it's just funny that the ads you see people in and then versus if you saw them on TV, you have a different perception. But people don't understand for me, at least. Yeah, some of the stuff, you know, you, you, you do, you do, you do take it in and you do have it here and there. People might not know, but it's also a business at the end of the day. You know, and I think people who are not in that space it's easy for them to criticize it because they don't understand it. A lot of times, a lot of these gigs that I'm getting, I will go on auditions for, but that's what people don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's it's funny, but life is is a trip for sure.
1: Do you regret anything involving the um Paradise Love Triangle
0: situation? Nah, nope, because I already knew what it was before I got in it and I got out of it. And that was the, what I kept getting slack on. It was like, how do you know? That's like premature for you to say. And I'm like, listen, I know what I know. My intuition is speaking to me, but no one wanted to believe me and then it all came out. I'm like, see, told you. So, but I needed to go because here's the thing, this is what I'll tell people. It's great to be a fan favorite, right? It's always great, but to be the villain, but see, I needed, I had the perspective of a fan favorite, but I needed the perspective of the villain because it's a perspective you get from that. And I needed that to to to, to bridge the gap, to bring things together and get clarity on not only um, being a complete person, because like I said, we make mistakes, but really understand the world I'm, I was, I'm, I'm living in as far as TV-wise and then understanding America. People love you. They hate you. They love you. They hate you. So it was interesting. Um, I learned a lot. And it was tough. It was tough. Like I had a, a breakdown, but it was only tough because it was so many things that I did that people didn't get to see. And that, thing, that's the thing that bothered me the most was like, I did so much that you guys didn't really get to experience. And so, you know, but at the end of the day it's TV. So can't take it personally. I really don't regret any of those things because I wouldn't be here today. And I wouldn't be the man I am. So maybe in a moment I regretted it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those decisions. Like, yeah, honestly, some of those decisions I do regret in the moment. But when I look back, I'm glad I made them.
1: It's one of those things where it's the it's if you get a good editor, you're you're beloved on one show. It's a risk to go on the next one because it's very rare, I feel like, to come out both unscathed because, again, there's all different sides of everyone. So that was the risk of, you know, being beloved. And then, you know, all of a sudden there's a lot of people's feelings involved. But I think it's it's good. Like you said, you get to see both perspectives. You can handle it.
0: And you get to learn from it. And the funny thing is I got more followers from being um, the fan favorite. So that was just interesting. I love that.
1: Well, you don't have any bachelor regrets, I feel like, besides um, some clothes, which that's good. I feel like most people actually yeah. have more. So congratulations. <laughs>
0: I'm cool. I get it. Oh, All man. right.
1: Eric, thank you so much to everyone where they can follow you and your books again. And I'll let you go on with your day. <laughs>
0: hey, thank you you've been great. Um, great We go ahead. Um, yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at Eric bigger, E R I C B I G G E R. Follow me on Twitter. I am on Twitter posting daily, Eric underscore bigger. Um, my books, um, transformation, change your mindset, change your energy, change your life is on Amazon as well as a hundred days of wisdom. So you can find those two and I, you, can, you can click the link in my bio because I have all my stuff on there. Also, I have merch. It's Miracle Season merch. I have mugs, I have hats, I have hoodies. Yeah, you can get some Miracle Season merch as well. If you just click the tap link in my bio on Instagram, uh, DM me. If you like this interview, tell me about it. Um, and uh, I just appreciate this platform from Us Weekly and Sarah. Um, and just thank you, really appreciate it. And. To anyone thank who you. support me over the years and watch me grow, thank you. Um, because of you, I've been stronger and better. Because a lot of times, you know, people don't get to see our tough times or our tough days, but it'd be moments where a fan might just watch a show for the first time in South Africa, right? Mm. And it'd give me so much motivation. Or I might be having a tough day of getting things done. And someone's like, Man, I'm so inspired by your quotes. Like, so much as we are people's savior people love us, but I appreciate the fans and the people who support and been there since day one. If I could hug everybody, I would. <laughs> so I don't take those people for granted because they help. And a lot of times that they don't know, just like I help people a lot of times that I don't know. So it's an even exchange and uh, I'm thankful for it. I'm feeling inspired. All right. I gotta go.
1: I gotta make the most of this week now. I can't <laughs> waste this.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Motivation. Thank you so much, Eric. All right. Well, have a good one. Thanks you again. Too. Peace and love.
1: Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Thank you, Bachelor Nation. And thank you, listeners. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes.